Hi, I'm Barb Robitaille. I invite you to join me in the radical act of getting quiet. It's been one of those weeks that I wish I could wave a magic wand and make everything all better. I want the option of an undo button, to turn back the clock and conjure up a different ending. Actually, no ending. It's the ending part that I want to delete. You know how sometimes we're forever changed by a life experience? By a person whose path crosses ours at just the right moment. And you know it. You just know it. Deep down and all around, you know something has opened into a shared adventure. Because you can sense it. You can sense a destined path ahead. Even if you don't know where it's going to go. But you feel the wonder. You feel it. No matter how much time goes by, you're always able to look back at that moment with a vividness as, you know, as if it happened yesterday, like looking through a crystalline lens. It never fades. It's like a treasure held dear and deeply in your heart that's framed with reverence and awe. It's this treasure that's kept alive forever, that moment. And, you know, one of my treasures took her own life last week. From the edge of a pier in the early morning, before the village was awake, they found her body floating in the water of the bay. And she, she met her end, dressed in all her finery. She had a style all her own, down to having freshly painted nails. She had her cell phone strapped to her wrist. It was clear she'd carefully planned her leave-taking. And over and over in my mind's eye, I see her walking the road to the pier. It's like a song caught in my head. I see her walking, and it haunts me, helpless to call her back. The last time I saw her, I, I gave her a heart stone, and she made... Such a fuss over this small gift, you'd think I'd given her the hope diamond. I sure wish it had carried the hope she wasn't able to hold or trust for her future. And while the gift carried genuine sentiments of our friendship, it was such a small gesture and yet one she often mentioned. And she would text pictures of it held in the palm of her hand or sitting on her dresser. And there's a part of me that hopes that maybe she had it tucked in a pocket to take with her, because she carried away a bit of me when she left us. And you know, I have questions that will never be answered, and I think of all the things I wished I'd said and done. And as we know, life is full of what-ifs and if-onlys. And what's kind of strange is that I don't feel anger as I have before with other people I've known who've chosen to end their lives. But I'm not, I'm not feeling angry. I'm only feeling this, like this bone deep sadness. 
and this huge respect for this woman who carried too much for too long. She loved fiercely and she laughed often and she was a force of energy, just a force of energy who lived like right in the eye of the hurricane and who finally became untethered and couldn't hang on to the hope she needed to take even one more step or one more breath. And in this fog I've been in this week, I remembered a day a few years back when I was walking with my granddaughter, who was three at the time, when she excitedly tugged my hand and she said, Grandma, Grandma, look, that leaf is hanging by a friend. (laughs) And I looked down to see a leaf hanging by a single strand of a spider's web between two trees. As if by magic, it floated in midair, spinning beautifully in the light. She thought the word was friend rather than thread all the times she'd heard the phrase before. And I think she had it right. I'm hanging by a friend. Rest easy, my dear, dear friend. Rest easy now. This isn't what I'd planned to talk about today. I even thought about canceling the podcast. I'm just getting started. This is only the second episode. And there was part of me that just didn't feel right to cancel. And I know my friend wouldn't want me to. The problem is nothing feels right. This is all I could bring. This this place of grief is where I'm at right now. And yet, I imagine some would feel that what I've shared is inappropriate. I I don't know if it's right or wrong to talk about something so personal. All I know is that we don't have time to spend our days fussing over what doesn't matter. Our hair, how if we look too fat, or second-guessing what others think of us. We don't have time for that or being too busy to get quiet. Life is too short. I heard those words out of the mouth of a 96-year-old this weekend. (laughs) I had to smile. And what I'm feeling, I'm feeling like we should all make a vow to let those we love know we love them. We take for granted that we're going to see them again, that we'll have time to celebrate together, more times to have fun, more milestones to share together, or sort through our differences and try our best to make things right. Let's show up fully to the conversations, the meals we share, the music we listen and dance to. Let's live life with our eyes and hearts wide open and remind ourselves every single day that we never know the whole story about another person's life. And be open to beauty and wonder, even on a crap day, as my friend would have said. Have you ever allowed your gaze to sink into a single flower? I've done that this week. Try it sometime when you can't make sense of the world or when your world is turned upside down. 
It's absolutely perfect in itself. And it's been such a comforting touchstone of beauty and quiet, of wonder and hope in times of feeling lost and questioning, to remember we're hanging by a friend. And just as I wasn't able to talk about what I planned for this podcast today, I also don't feel like talking about the upcoming six-month pilgrimage experience or getting quiet together retreat. I'll do that in future episodes, but not today. You know where to find me, talkwithbarb.com. And until next time, let's live and lead from love. <laughs>